0: Ha, <laughs> ha, first official episode i'm your host joe benny i'm joined um by ben klepping ben matos kyle gordon david klepping's mia but he'll probably just join the show randomly at some point point. and um for all you people watching just you know he's probably gonna be high so just ignore what he says
1: <laughs> um
0: really really the goal of this show and why we started this podcast is where you know we're basically four to five jabronis who sit on our couch scream at our tv we love sports we talk sports so we figured What's better than sharing our, you know, getting together, having a couple beers and talking sports. So uh, we hope you enjoy it. We're just going to go um, quick, you know, just the ground keeping. You were to follow us, you know, we're brand new Sofa Sport Report. So follow us on Twitter at Sofa Sport Report. Follow me on Twitter at Joseph R. Benny. Uh, ben Klepping at B Clutch 49 Ben Matos at Ben Matos5. David Klepping at D 408, but just please don't mind his creepy pedophile picture. It was taken before his restraining <laughs> orders in his prison term. So just ignore, just ignore that picture and just press the follow button. And then, uh, file, uh, follow Kyle. What's, what is it? Clean and sweep at clean and sweep.
1: clinch and sweep. Oh, clinch and sweep. Yes, clinch, clinch and sweep. Clinch and sweep. For the Muay Thai people. Out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he
0: has the most intimidating <laughs> picture of everyone. So you definitely want to follow him. Um, but you know, to really, really to get started, we're going to start off with the NBA, the G League, and you know, the you know the potential of how they're going to finish off the season or jump into the you know postseason. So we're going to get started with that with Ben Klepping, who's our NBA guy.
2: All right, guys, um, lots of lots of discuss here. A lot of craziness going on with the current pandemic, but. Um, biggest headlines going on right now is the NBA G League signing high schoolers straight out of high school and foregoing college. So uh, in a nutshell, the new NBA rule states that for players to be eligible to forego college and go straight to the G League, which for those that don't know what that is, is essentially minor league NBA, um, they have to be 19 years old, the same calendar year of the draft. So A large portion of high schoolers, some of them graduate when they're 17 years old, or maybe they graduate just when they turned 18. A lot of those guys are not going to be eligible for that. So there are stipulations behind it. Um, Upon graduation, um, so essentially they have to be 19 in the year of uh, the draft, which is the same year that they graduate. So so what does that mean? A
0: lot of people are going to be holding back their kid a year now.
2: Yeah. That could be. That could be, yeah. I mean – it's, there. there are a lot could go into that. There's a lot, a lot of craziness, but basically this trend, and I say trend very loosely, started um, two years ago with Darius Basley. He was the first guy to forego college, had a full ride to Syracuse, decommitted, and was going to sign with the G League. For reference, he ended up backing out of the G League and just doing an entire year training and ended up getting drafted 23rd overall by the OKC Thunder of last year. Um, so this year as a rookie, he's a power forward. If you've been following it all, Thunder actually, we're going to be finishing up in five, four seed in the West, but pretty solid team. He was averaging four and a half a game, 3.7 rebounds a game, only playing about 17 minutes. So he wasn't playing a ton, wasn't getting a ton of minutes, but he was the first guy to forego a major scholarship offer for this whole G League process. Um, So biggest thing to understand here is um, the highest G League contracts that these players can sign is roughly 500k just for the contract. When you factor in signing bonus and then playing time bonuses, it caps out at about a million dollars. So these young guys, the ones coming out right now, Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd, are both projected to make about a million dollars when it's all said and done. So these are 18-year-olds, going to be 19, obviously, at some point this year, because they, you know, fit the whole rules and stipulations for this. 19-year-olds, basically signing on for million dollar deals with the hopes that then next year they get pulled up to the NBA. Because the difference between NBA and MLB is, you know, you can be drafted first overall in baseball and you're going to go years, a couple years at least, in the minors. This G League, they really only want guys there for about a year before they pull them up. So it's kind of a quick turnaround, quick process. And what's really cool to see is a lot of these big NBA stars like Donovan Mitchell and Um, Carmelo Anthony, a lot of these guys are saying, and they're supporting these young guys doing it because you need to capitalize on your asset. And their asset is their body. And they know as well as anybody else, you're not able to play this game your entire life. So if you can cash out a million dollar check when you're 18, 19, and then next year get bumped up to the league where you're going to be getting paid minimum multiple millions, why wouldn't you do that, right? So um, there's pros and cons to this though. I'm a big college basketball guy. I love college basketball. You know, these guys are not going to get the same coaching in the G League and some of them even in the NBA as they would get in college. You know, you're not going to have there's no Coach K's in the G League coaching you. There's no Tom Izzo's. There's no Roy Williams. So like these guys, even they go one and done, do learn invaluable lessons from some of these greatest of all time college basketball coaches and great basketball minds for that. So, you know, there's a give and take there is the one and done process fair? I mean, like guys like Zion Williamson went one year with coach K went to the elite eight, you know, first overall pick, New Orleans Pelicans got hurt. It was, you know, was very flashy, fun to watch, but you know, is, is, is it better for these guys to do this? I do like that. It has, um, you know, two sides to it. And I do like that, you know, it does give players a choice because the NCAA used to handcuff them and say, you have to come here. But I mean, I don't know. What are you guys' kind of thoughts on that?
3: Working for the NCAA, this whole thing is like the NBA is just sticking their fucking middle finger up to the NCAA right now. They're like, look, we, oh, yeah. we we can do this and we don't care. This whole thing should be resolved. I think everybody could benefit. This could be a hot take. I don't care. Go back to going go back to when the fucking NBA could directly draft out of high school. Just go back to it. Because
0: oh, wait, mm-hmm. guys, is that, is that a hot take?
3: That, there you go. I, Sorry, I, hot take. Hot, just, take, hot take, hot hot
0: take.
3: <laughs> just go back to it. Here's, here's your fun fact. Here's a question for you guys if you guys don't know the answer to this. But let, real quick, who were the last two NBA players to be drafted out of high school? Does anybody know?
1: Carmelo and Kobe. And LeBron. I was going to say LeBron. Sorry, sorry LeBron, LeBron and Kobe. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron and Kobe. Wrong,
3: sorry, wrong, Carmelo wrong. went
1: to no. I, apologize.
0: I
3: apologize. Andrew Bynum and Gerald Green were the last <laughs> ones in 2005. <laughs> Dude,
0: that's a, that's oh, a, who a who trick question. Who are
1: Not trick, but... Exactly.
3: And don't get me wrong. And that's where the counter argument is. It's like, well, wow. these guys aren't... They're not going to get any experience going to college, whatever it is. And right. college is supposed hmm. to be education first, whatever it is. But here's the thing. You bypass all of that. If there are guys good enough to go to the NBA, then that's great, and the NBA is benefiting from that. You keep them in the G League maybe like mm-hmm. like half of this says, and they learn and they educate, they get better, just like minor league baseball. And then on top of that, yep. the NCAA is also better for it in a sense because, yeah, they're missing out on the top recruits, but everybody apparently the, the playing field is going to be shrunk and it's going to get better. The competition is going to get better. No, exactly. You're, you're still, still going to have in the NCAA March Madness tournament, you're still going to have just as much excitement because of everybody, oh, else yeah. with the competition, the level competition going there. So no, I think I've heard actually from, from a lot of like
0: uh, college basketball, basketball purists, just you know reading on Twitter and everything, how excited they are that this happened. Because now, as a, like a pure college basketball fan, you're going to be seeing that guy coming as a freshman, and you know he's going to stay for two, yep. three years. Yep. So you actually get yep. to see a team develop Agreed. rather than you know yeah, the Duke fans get excited for Zion Williams, and but like realistically, they know they have him for a hot year.
4: Yeah, Rather than need, how much better would that yeah. be when
0: you have a good recruit come in, knowing, hey, I'm going to see him for you know two, three, four years, and he's re- he might bring multiple championships. So I, I yeah. love it, and also too, we're in a capitalistic society. I love the fact, you know, if you're talented enough and you're ready, and some team wants to offer you millions of dollars to play this play a sport, hell, why? What rules should no rules should be able to stop that? And I credit mm-hmm. the NBA for putting this in there because there are a lot of young players out there who are 18, 19. You know, they have to be 19, but um, that need that money and, you know, going to college, you yeah. know, especially they can't get paid to go to college, obviously that need that money now to take, to take care Unlike of people like, yeah. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> so in our, in our world, and that's Amazing. what I love about baseball. Um, I love about baseball. They give you that option where you can get drafted right out of high school. And if you choose not to, then right. guess what? You're stuck in college for three years. Yeah. Unless you turn yeah. 21 True. before your, your junior year. So right. I'm, I'm all hmm. for it. I love it. I think it's going to make college basketball even more competitive across the board. Um, Yep. I'm all for it. Okay.
2: Yeah, so that, that was one half of, you know, my whole NBA take. So, next half, obviously, current crisis, current pandemic, COVID-19, we're all dealing with worldwide, not just in the U.S. So, um, it's been kicked around a bunch now, potential shortened NBA playoffs, because if you didn't know, as of this week, NBA playoffs were supposed to have started. Obviously, they have not started because they've suspended play since March.
0: They're supposed so, to start this week and end next year. Since they last End forever. next year, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so right. the, the, the
2: current facts are um, players have agreed to, obviously, as of now, a 25% reduction of their pay. What's next? So similar to what MLB is proposing in Arizona, uh, it's being kicked around with NBA in Las Vegas. They're talking about potentially quarantining the teams in hotels for the playoffs only. So it would be top eight teams. And there was also potential that they were because there's a few teams like so close to eight, nine, and ten. Maybe let them battle it out for that last seed since they didn't get the you know last portion of the season to do that. But that's kind of hearsay. But basically, the basic premise is quarantine the teams in the hotels. They play at one venue. Obviously, um, whole venue would have no fans. Venue would be you know sterilized, cleaned before and after every game. Social distancing throughout the games. And then there was also talks of. You know, players being tested weekly. Um, You're even talking about potentially, you know, even daily with that too. Which, if you ever had a flu test before, they get real up in your brain. And apparently, the COVID test they get even <laughs> further. So I'm pretty sure they touch your brain when they get that little, you know, pokey thing up there. Um, but again, but basically, <laughs> sorry. What the what the idea is is what they're talking about right now is the first round of the playoffs would be a best of five series conference semis and conference finals would be a best of one series and then the nba finals would be a best of five series personally i'm all for the abbreviated playoffs i hated how they ended ncaa basketball like they did the regular season started march madness they just started the conference tournaments and they're like and it's gone yeah at least with this they're talking about a chance of okay we can at least find out who the best team is out there even if it is short personally i hate the idea that it's Five, one, one, yes, five. I was just I gonna say
0: that. Ridiculous. It should be it should be think, one one five five. Right. If anything, uh-huh. I'd rather two best teams battle out for five games.
1: I don't like the idea of one I think so at all. To yeah, I yeah. hate one. Yeah. yeah.
2: One one I hate. What I was thinking was, you know, three best of three regular first rounds, best of three conference semis, best of five conference finals, best of five NBA right. finals. I think at least that way you still had a fighting, you know, a puncher's chance because you know in sports home field advantage matters it definitely does but if you're talking a one game playoff and you're at you know say uh, you're at uh, you're at the staple center playing lebron james in a one game playoff
4: well, and you think you're right.
2: going to go in there it's and Vegas, beat him right. them? well okay uh, that's true too okay well, yeah. yeah
1: so this
3: point yeah there, no one
1: really does get home virtually be no home field advantage
0: and that's what i'm well, saying too like why cool, why bitch. why minimize a series when there's no travel
3: and and well, and here's another thing. It's gonna be about, easy
1: to get the games in. We're talking. Yeah, I don't about, see the, the point behind minimizing.
3: We're talking about no travel, but also don't think about NBA's greedy motherfuckers. You don't think they would love that TV contract of some extra games? Get the fuck out of here with one game, right? Like, well, basically, and that's what everybody's what that's gonna also, watch. Imagine obviously. LeBron slips up. Imagine every, the
0: Lakers slip up, and LeBron slips up, and they lose in the first round. Okay, just they lose, they get knocked down that one game. Half
3: your viewership cut off.
0: I mean, literally, literally, (laughs) like even even more, maybe seventy percent, because there's gonna be no Steph Curry, because the Warriors are terrible. There's gonna be no Kevin Durant (laughs) with the Nets or anything. So like, literally, your your guy, the guy you need in the playoffs, you know, because Giannis is great, but he's not a hot sell. LeBron's a hot ticket, and especially with no fans in the stands, you're gonna need viewership. Imagine they slip up and lose that first game. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but they're playing okay. But it, okay, if the if the first round was a one-game series and they went and somehow or say they lost, they lost to, say, to they the the
0: say they lost the second round in the one-game series, you're still going to drop off so much revenue. And what's the
2: point having the season? That's true. I, I I didn't I didn't like the five one one five. I thought that was oh. stupid.
3: I yeah, really I, did. I, 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 I mean, completely agree. Yeah, just I mean three, the one-game two, two, series is weird. But again,
1: it's like a wild card. Yeah, three five five seven. Of, of, and of,
0: the finals, of, of, finals need to be seven games. You want the two best teams going at it for seven games.
1: Yeah. The only issue
2: with th- that is they've already said like we're pushing back. Obviously, the finish of the season because the playoffs are supposed to start now and they clearly haven't. And they're 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 going to they're already talking about pushing basketball into like July, potentially August. But then they're saying the start of the next season usually is November, pushing back to maybe December. So like so much is at play, you know, for contracts and and viewerships and and agreements then for lower next the year amount of, that they lower can't the go too
0: and lower the amount of teams that go in the playoffs. Well,
2: then they let, they, let teams, let basically, hey, 90,
0: they let 95% of the teams in the playoffs just say, hey, this year we're only going to do 75%.
2: <laughs> 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 you know? Hey, man, it's like semi-pro. We fought, we got fourth place, we're in fourth the
4: playoffs.
2: <laughs> one thing,
1: one thing uh, I don't see being discussed, though, is the possibility in, in, in any league, not just in the NBA, but uh, of a season shift similar to what happened with 9-11. There were there were delays, I believe, uh, in in the NFL season, which caused the Super Bowl to be played later than it had traditionally been played. Could mm-hmm. could the league see a shift in in when you know championships happen, when playoffs start, you know when when preseason starts. All well,
3: these. I, I think the problem with that is is kind of what we already we already in a sense almost not answered that question, but think of it this way: we don't know when this thing is going to end. I I don't right. want to talk about the virus specifically, but. We don't know when it's going to end. I, I, don't, I would love for them to pick something and say, we're going to shift this to here. But if they make that decision, they're fucked if it keeps going. You know, like right, right. that would be the only uh, that's the only explanation behind it. Like even if like when so me, I work for the NCAA when I was working for my university, it literally everybody dropping like flies was nuts because and we were actually one of the first schools to say, OK, we're not doing any competition for the rest of the semester. And everybody was like, what? No, that's impossible. How can you not do that? And then everybody did it, you know, because everybody started to. to Precautions. And Yeah,
2: you had to. It was like dominoes, man. It's
3: just precautionary. But like, I mean, if we do shift, it's got to be at that point with this virus where it's like, okay, it's pretty much done. Let's now shift to the NBA, you know, playoffs. We'll push them to you know, August, you know, let's just do them in August. You know, that's what it would be.
1: But does that have a permanent change on the NBA schedule is what I mean.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe next year it just starts at a different time of year and, yeah, and that becomes yeah. tradition. That's uh, true, maybe. Yeah. The thing is, there's so many unknowns. And the Ooh, thing but, is with the
0: NBA, they can you know. have their season really any time. It's fucking indoors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: that's so true. it's not like, it's not they like they're playing with the
0: element. Yeah. You know, as long as they have it, their Christmas – as long as they have their Christmas the, – the Christmas yeah. day, that's like the big moneymaker. But, like, literally, like – if your season goes a little longer, man, like, you're, what, what are you battling here? <laughs>
3: yeah. no, LeBron doesn't Jerry, you want almost to play. sound like <laughs>
2: an angry baseball player who's hit a, bat, or who's hit a ball with, like, 30-degree weather and shattered his knuckles before But like, Yes, I, 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 that, have, so. I have.
0: I have single-A bloit <laughs> with, like, 20-degree weather, snow hitting in your face and facing 95. So, like, we, baseball, like, you, you have to stick with your – you basically have to stick with the schedule. Like, yeah. even the NFL That's to a true. point, you have to stick to a schedule, you know, because you don't want too much of the season and the winter and the bad yeah. weather. Because it does take it, it does it does it. It makes the quality of play crappy. Like you take away yeah. the quarterback position, who long like you don't want that. Kind, you want that kind of football sure. occasionally. You want that football to be like home field advantage. Like when it comes to basketball. You're indoors. The only thing you're fighting with is pushing Taylor Swift out of Madison Square Garden. And said, "Listen, ho, you're not doing your concert here. This time, we're gonna play. We're gonna play some basketball." But then again, well, I think people in New York other, would rather Taylor Swift. Keep in
2: mind too. One other thing to keep in mind too is a lot of the basketball arenas share with hockey teams too, so they got to keep in line with that. And What's also, hockey? they don't want to. They don't. They don't want to shut up. They don't want to compete with. NFL for viewership too, so like uh, that's, you that's know a, that's a when point. NFL season's over, everyone's watching basketball. They don't want to be don't here play on Sundays. The then don't play like, on
0: Sundays. Then don't play on Sundays. I mean, but it's the weekend. No. That's
2: when people can watch more. You stop, know, stop. like a West Coast game on, on a Monday Sundays. night when you're
0: working. Don't play don't on make, Sundays on or Mondays. The
3: schedule. I'm just telling you, this is how the business mind them how they're <laughs> so looking no, at. No,
2: right? I understand that. that. I understand side that.
3: Sidebar. Sidebar. Don't you dare insult hockey. All right, those motherfuckers. Yeah, you know what? This
2: motherfucker
0: over here.
3: Blades. Oh, no, no, th-
0: no. They're badass. I like, I mean, I, nothing against them, but you know, listen, if we have to push the NBA back and say NHL, go fuck off, go back to Canada or Russia, I don't care about saying that. <laughs> oh, I mean, my I, I God. See You're gonna I get see-
2: all of our viewers, gone Don't <laughs> post this episode, God <laughs> all, right. This. all right. All right. I mean,
0: um, all zero I have of our on. viewers. All, all, have all right. So no, now yeah. moving on <laughs> away from the NBA and bashing the NHL. Sorry for all you fellow Canadians and Russians drinking vodka that are listening. Um, so let's talk about the WNBA. I, you know, the w, the, the WNBA doesn't get a lot of love, um, you know, for whatever reason, but it is, you know, they're the best women basketball players in the world. And, you know, they had their NFL, their, they had their NBA draft, their WNBA draft on Friday, April 17th. And Sabrina Ionesco out of uh, Oregon, who's arguably the greatest college basketball player ever, set like monster, massive records. First one to have like 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 assists. Um, she was taken first overall in their virtual draft. And immediately after being uh you know drafted, Nike basketball announced through a tweet that says, You built the program, you broke records, you won awards, you still have unfinished business, you're ready to move the game forward, and now your name has been called. So what's next? You'll show us. And I think it's so great just because someone like Sabrina who was so close to Kobe and you know, being the you know, college basketball player of the year breaking these records, being the first woman to, the, uh, you know, college basketball player to have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 assists, being drafted first overall, then grabbing that Nike deal, you know, you know, I'm sure her first signature, I, I promise you, hot take, hot take, get your beers ready. She'll be the first woman basketball player to have her own shoe line. Mm.
3: Ooh.
1: I can see so, that. And deservingly
3: so, and
0: I would buy her shoes, yeah. you know, because she's everything you want in an athlete, and I hope to God she brings viewership to the WNBA. You, you don't.
3: You don't think that Nike is already like, even though this is totally illegal, Gordon to NCAA violations, just sitting there like, Look, Sabrina when we when you get like a week in, we're gonna sign you because we literally have headquarters right where you fucking came from." Like, come on, like yeah, exactly. Nike's like, <laughs> yeah, in they're waiting. they're and
2: that at the bed, and
0: that Kobe and that Kobe relationship, like, listen, yeah, exactly. design yeah, they, to the they might do a Kobe
2: crossover for her shoes, yes. like, they yes. would be. especially when she's playing for. If she's work. playing for New York, too. Like, they're going to yeah. be a sweet – oh, she, my God. I'm about her to give startup,
0: she's destined for that Mia Hamm, Danica Patrick, you know, just like that super when it comes to girls, you know, at women's athletics. Uh, and, you yeah. know, you, you listen to her interview, she's so – she's just so hardworking, well-spoken, and you just hope to God this woman just – you know, she helps the M- WNBA take off because I think every sport – like, you know, NHL has a Wayne Gretzky's, baseball had their Babe Ruth's, you know, football had their Jim Brown's. WNBA really hasn't had that player yet. Yeah, there's been greats, and there's, had, there's been some that have been famous, but they haven't had that player that's brought viewership and taken that game to the next level. And I hope the gossip arena, uh, you know, Ionesco is that.
3: I want, I want, I'll yeah. be the first in line to buy a pair of GG1s. You know they're going to name them GG1s. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> Ooh, dude, i need
2: me a pair <laughs> of those. Hey, I'll buy them all day. Rest in peace to the Mamba. Yeah, rest yeah, in peace yeah. to
0: GG. Oh, yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And all those who lost their lives.
1: I think, I think one, one, one thing about this is we do have to address the elephant in the room, and that's that um, for this hype train to happen, people need to start taking a little more you know uh, notice in the WBA. It's definitely not uh, it's not at the forefront of most people's uh, uh, mind when it comes to sports, and certainly not on the front. Uh, excuse me, certainly not on the headlines of most most sports center updates and whatnot.
3: You know you know how you do that. Is you be one of the first sports to come back when all this starts? Very true. Yes. Yes. yes, very true. If the WNBA mm. is very smart true. and we start getting the handle on this, and the WNBA is like, you know what? Let's start our season because we want people to watch us because they're not watching anything else. Right
0: now. I'll be else blowing to my watch. money on the yeah. New York Liberty, the, yeah. the New York Liberty spreads. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna have money <laughs> on all, the all Sabrina already doing MVP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but the WNBA did do, do their uh, do their draft virtually. Um. Drafties were at their home, and as was the commissioner, Kathy Engelbert. So, you know, obviously that's the trend here. NFL is going to that. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yep. MLB, yep. I'm sure, is going to go with that. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to get into MLB next, actually. So let's actually segue to that. Um, so Major League Baseball is in a conundrum just because they had basically half their spring training um, season done. You know, they are getting prepared. You know, a lot of teams were taking their overseas spring training trips where they play teams in Japan or they play other major league teams in exhibition play. And then the virus hit. Um, and the Major League Baseball season is also unique because it is long. It's 162 games. Guys are getting paid a lot of money. But not just that. You have such a loaded minor league system with hundreds, you no know, thousands of players that are making 1200 bucks a month. I'm a little bitter. They're making 1200 bucks a month for only the times they play. Right? So, and now their seasons are getting cut short. And a lot of, and a lot of reports are saying since minor league teams are independently owned and they make money off ticket sales, and people buying beer and hot dogs that they're not going to have a minor league season at all because they're not because if one major league team get anywhere up, else. They, they, there's nothing. There's no right. benefit from it. And what's terrible is you have a lot of prospects right. who are one phone call away from the big leagues who now have to sit on their couch at home, stay ready, and then say Aaron Judge goes down and the Yankees have to call their number three prospect up who hasn't played in it's four coming months. off the couch. Yeah, it's literally coming off the couch. <laughs> so I just think it's, I think it's, I just think it's so interesting. He's um,
3: listening to the sofa sport report and he's on his sofa he's <laughs> and he's ready to go.
0: <laughs> and then on top of that too, now with this virus, scouts can't go out and scout um, players. I mean, just being me, like I was a 28th round draft pick, right? So say this happened, so I wasn't a high round draft pick. I was on the back end of the draft. So say this happened to me in my senior year of college. Cause the MLB is now only going to five rounds they're saying. Five and then after that, what they're gonna Ooh. do is free, they're gonna do free agent signings, wow. but no free agent signing can be like more than 250,000. And just for those of you who don't know, like the six round draft picks, really six round draft picks can make up to like 750,000 that's their slot. And they're gonna be they're that they're losing you know two thirds of their signing bonus because now they're an undrafted free agent, even though they would have been a six round pick. So just think about that now. So, like, just me, like, I just in the that. life I have, I met my wife, I have a kid. I have my home. I have everything I built up in my life from my pro baseball career, and I never would have had that opportunity if that virus hit in 2013.
2: Well, what about this? They've made it. They deemed it NCAA across the board, Division One sports. All spring athletes can come back next year. This year doesn't count against them. So those guys that may have been on the cusp that maybe you're projected six, seven, eight, nine, to be able round to compete picks, with, come back.
0: Are they going to be able to compete with the incoming juniors who are now draft eligible? And, then, and the guys that are now seniors uh, juniors that, are now, that, now seniors that's, see that's the whole they're thing gonna too, pu- is, they're going to be they're going to be pushed out they're going to be pushed
2: yeah, out double edged sword
3: there yeah and and also i mean don't get me wrong this doesn't really affect some of those bigger schools like you know the big D1s for baseball you know like you know no, those, guys gonna go. those guys are going to go champions those guys are going to go it's fine but for example some of the smaller schools that yes this is allowed to happen that they're allowed to come back some schools can't pay for that. Don't forget, every school was affected by this so badly that they also can't pay to be like, all right, well, you, can- yes, the NCAA approves your eligibility, but I can't pay your fucking scholarship. So now what? Like, what, what's going to happen? Can mm-hmm. they actually come back? And as Joe said, the other factor is the, the, the biggest thing with baseball right now is – and with any sport for getting an extra year is age. I mean, everybody is getting older while nothing is going on. When things start going on, okay – well, I'm one year older. Well, right. who knows? Maybe I lost the step if that, you know, unless you're, you know, and if you're not staying healthy, that's also a big problem. I mean, it's just it's just all kinds of unbelievable loaded factors in this.
0: And then, and then with baseball, like you have to go through the minor league system. I mean, why would the New York Yankees take a 23-year-old, 23, 23 50-year yeah. senior when they can get a 21-year-old junior who's just as good? Yep. You know, they're going to take that 21 year old who might have that extra year or two in the minors to develop. I just know when I got drafted as a senior, you know, I was 22 years old going my first professional season and I was playing with 17 and 18 year olds. And I was always the oldest kid on my team. So it's just like, it definitely comes to like in baseball. I think out of any sport, really, age is certainly a factor right yeah. away because you have the minor leagues to get through, you just have to. So, I mean, that, and that brings us to our next point. I mean, what are they going to do? The MLB is focused on only – they've ha- they've come up with several different scenarios. One is only playing in Arizona where they're going to use, you know, Diamondbacks, Chase Field. It's a beautiful complex. I've been there. And then the – Which you know, seems to be Cactus, the most
1: likely, by the way. Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's exactly what they're saying is the most yeah, likely. exactly. Um, yep. the, and they're going to use the Cactus League facilities, and I'm not going to say just from personal experience. Arizona spring training facilities are top-notch, hmm. the best in the world. They're incredible. The stadiums are incredible. There's plenty of them, especially with Chase Field. I I think the players would love it, Um, you know, especially in these circumstances. Or the other situation was Arizona-Florida split up. So, basically, the Grapefruit League teams go to Florida. Cactus League teams go to Arizona. But what I don't like about that is all of a sudden the Yankees are going to be in the same division as the Phillies because they're going to have to redo the divisions.
4: Mm -hmm. And
0: I don't want the Yankees having to play the Phillies. I want the Yankees playing the Red Sox. I want the Yankees playing the Blue Jays. I want the Yankees, you know, playing the Orioles. Right, right, right. right and that's right. not going to be the case because a lot of divisions are split, whereas some teams have their teams of uh, their other division, their other division opponents in Arizona, and they're in Florida. Well, what if if they did that? Wouldn't they
2: still just regroup them? That like all AL, maybe all AL teams grapefruit, and all NLs cactus, or vice versa? Wouldn't wouldn't that make the most sense if they you know did decide to split them? Or, I mean, like, they're like saying, you're saying they would, you know, they would completely, to completely play redo the, the, the Red divisions.
0: Top. Well, what, well, because you got Arizona uh, is a lot closer. Arizona, basically, everything is together. The furthest, like, drive is like an hour and a half to Goodyear from Scottsdale. Okay. And Florida, yeah. their bus trips are like three and a half, four hours.
4: Mm, like, a, so a, maybe like it a all normal will be. bus
0: trip. Like, their closest trips are like an hour, oh, hour right, and a half. Okay, it's like the Arizona's furthest. So you're basically going to have to jump. There. And a lot of, remember, a lot of teams share stadiums, like the Rangers, and I think the Mariners, Padres. They're all sharing the Rockies, Diamondbacks. They share facilities. Not every team has their own facility. So, in, in, you know, yeah. Florida, you're going to have to group those teams that are geographically closest. It's going to be yeah. easier to play those games. And then in Arizona, you know, when the Padres – or I think it's the Rangers and Mariners. I could be a little off on this, or Rangers and Padres. But they share a complex in the stadium. Obviously, they're, they're going to have to be in the same division. Mm-hmm. There's going to have to be.
3: The, I mean, they're all so – Yeah. Obvious, I I think uh, Florida would be tough too because – you know, don't get me wrong, I know there's rain everywhere, but Florida there's rain every freaking day. Like, you no, know how yeah. many rainouts they're going to have if they split them in half? Like Arizona, you you, you got a different You're
0: going to be fine. Situation. Every You're game fine. in Tampa, every yeah. game in the every
3: dome. Every game in the dome and the dome's going to be <laughs> like, "Oh my god." Turf. The dome's going to collapse there.
1: Great. <laughs> <They laughs> the field green. is, is going to collapse. <laughs> could right? you, Could you imagine if if the the um the shit on Tropicana Field ends up becoming like the main spot of, <laughs> of games this year. Oh That's God. where they host the there.
2: <laughs> and I love hey. Tampa and Clearwater, but their stadium and dome is so depressing. I swear I should hey. you not. Their turf is gray. I don't care what anybody tells me. No
3: one can it's, tell me differently. Their turf yeah.
0: is gray. At least the stadiums used to no fans, so when they play there, they'll be used to the stadium. stadium. Heyo.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: when,
3: when I went though,
0: when I went
2: though, Hey-oh. that was like when they were on their run of being in the World Series or so being like Long- AL East Longoria would be being yeah. a top yes. three. Yeah, Evan Longoria yes. Yes. was, was, was there. Yeah, the Evan Longoria. I was there.
1: That three-four. Joe Madden, Evan Longoria.
2: There was a squad, man. They were good then.
3: B.J. B.J. Melvin, BJ, Upton.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes oh my god! Temporarily good, raise.
3: Oh, Joe. Joe, real quick though, going back to they what were good, with, with Arizona. I, I like. There, I was listening to R two C two the other day. Great podcast. If you guys haven't listened to it, it's wonderful. Um, and they were talking about this. They had they had their discussion about Arizona and what it was. And Cece Sabathia is on that podcast. Cece with like guys with like families and whatnot. <laughs> Cece and guy, guys were like, family. he was like, I was, he goes, I was talking to other players about this. I I, I think we, we would hate it because of the fact that, you know, during the season, yeah, we're playing, we're always playing, but our families can come visit us and our families yeah. can be around mm-hmm. us. We yep, have to stay yeah, yeah. completely separated for four months, man. Like, I, I don't think we can that's do tough. that. And, and, and like um, some, yeah, there's going to be guys that are from Arizona, and that's right there. That's great. You know, my fucking family's in Jersey. You know, like that's yep. the whole thing. It, it's a kind of a little iffy there too.
0: And to well, there, and yeah. I agree with that point because I mean, I literally got out of the game because of family life. You know, having yeah. a baby, but you know, those major leaguers, I don't feel too bad. You know, move your damn kid, buy a fucking condo, <laughs> yeah, and but, move your family well, five minutes away guys, from you, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> you're you're good. You're staying in the area. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you're fine and you know what what about the single single guys i mean they're fucking doing fine
2: anyways (laughs) what i was reading about that too and that's what basically the owners and management has proposed but like the players haven't agreed to yet yeah basically when you're isolated you are isolated the games there's gonna be no fans and they were talking about potentially even putting the teams up in the bleachers so all the players are six to you know 10 feet apart from each other so so not even are you, like, not seeing your families. You're in your own hotel room. It's, basically, it's It almost sounds like it's almost it's like a prison sentence. I know they're getting paid a lot, but it's like you can t- you can only talk to people via phone call or FaceTime. You can't see your friends or family. The guys who you literally work with and are playing with every day, got to be six feet apart. Clubhouse is going to be, like, sanitized right. like crazy. Like, right, there right, are right. so many stipulations on that. And honestly, one of my biggest points of baseball that everybody will agree with, like, the biggest attraction to baseball is the family aspect of it. A whole family can come out to a ball game and it's, it's a perfect atmosphere that dad costs $2,000 know,
0: and a little bit of a, an early redemption exactly, in your IRA, you know what, but Hey, in New York, you,
2: you got to yeah. sell a kidney to go to, you go to a Yankees game in the Bronx, but regardless, you know, it's a family atmosphere and the players love that too. Cause the players have their families come to the games. They see them after bring them out on the field, like, you know, it it's such that big atmosphere. So take that away. There's nobody there. You're basically p- playing behind closed doors. Obviously there'll be cameras there, but no fans. And it's just like I'm telling you, these guys, Joey, you did this yourself too. Like again, minor leagues are different, but like you wouldn't no nobody likes playing if no one's looking or uh, no one's there porn, watching. Like, yeah, Pornhub so
0: subscriptions different. are gonna go Pornhub subscriptions are gonna go through the roof.
2: Hey, so, yeah. give me, hey my financial advisor give me some stock in that okay
0: <laughs> i got you i got you i wonder who's gonna be the, the, the hottest the hottest porn star in the market once mlb you know goes through with this and they're all you know quarantined in their own rooms <laughs> together
2: <laughs> did, did you guys see complete sidebar? They uh, Pornhub offered Joe Buck a million dollars to live commentate, like <laughs> oh, a live he, he And you see his tweet? He, Mark. he tweeted back to them. He goes, "You know, if I did this, I'd make some of my money back that I've spent on you guys over the years." But I think I want to keep my day job. He said that, and I was like, "That is the greatest reply ever." Oh, Joe Buck, a family man, <laughs> Sunday night football man. I love it. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>
1: One one thing I do want to bring up about the MLB is uh, if games do go on, players have agreed to a prorated salary, but yep. owners, owners are asking for more actually. Owners are asking for uh, uh, more of a pay cut uh, due to lack of concessions, lack of parking, lack of uh, ticket tickets. Tickets,
2: everything, yeah. Yeah, so Good. so
1: although the players have said, okay, if we play 80 games, we'll accept salary for 80 game play. Um, yeah. Owners, 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 mm. Ask for more. I I, I get I get that. Um, Although they've kind of raped the fans for years, Uh, but I get I get their point um, here. Uh, You know, it's going to be really interesting going on. You know, moving on into a potential MLB season to see how, you know, the Players Association deals with the MLB, how how everything unfolds in terms of are the players okay with staying in a hotel in one city playing. I don't know. And losing all that money too. Yeah.
2: Like I don't think they're going to bite on all they that want more like, money
1: for this shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's basically like a prison sentence when it comes to your contract and we're going to pay you less. Like the players might just, at that point, right. if, they, if they propose all that with the extra cuts might just be like, Hey, we'll, we'll just not play Strike. this year. <laughs> you know? Wait to come back exactly. next year. Cause like I'd rather see my family and I'm a millionaire. Like I'm good. Again, that's the top-level guys, but the guys that are, you know, earning those, those salaries and contracts, a different case, yeah. but, I mean, I guess it's well, all it's all hearsay until, until something happens.
1: Probably. You know, yeah. like, like, the guys yeah. who have the most influence are the guys who have the least to lose. So, and I think, True. too, I think, yeah.
0: the, I think the players would be okay with the pay cuts and be okay with all of this if the marketing of the players was better. I mean, Mike Trout can literally walk down the street of New York City and guarantee you'd go, like, unnoticed probably like, you yeah know, seriously i think and i think that's one of the biggest issues in baseball today and I, i'm very passionate about this just because you have su- you have the baseball's being played at a level that it's never been played at ever it's more worldwide than it's ever been we literally have the best players in this entire world on, on in major league baseball every team is loaded all right um mike trout is dominating the greatest era of baseball he will go down as the greatest baseball player of all time and this guy can walk down Ooh. New York City. That's a hot
3: take. Hot
2: take. Hot, hot take.
0: hot take. Hot take.
3: But, man, I fucking love it.
0: I'm going to take a shot. But he, but he sure. can walk down New York City without getting swarmed. <laughs> no bullshit. In the age of social media, Major League Baseball and, um, you know, Rob Manfred needs to make more of an effort. Instead of, you know, getting the the, the robot umpire, and all this other bullshit, you know, moving the mounds back, whatever, speeding up the game. Screw that, Rob, man. For baseball purists, love baseball. They don't care about the how slow the game is. Personally, when I'm at a baseball game, I want the game to take forever because I'm enjoying it. I'm loving the atmosphere. I, I love bringing my son there. I brought my son, son to like 15 Brewers games last year. I love it, right? Like, I don't want the game to go slow. I'm enjoying yeah. my time. I just spent how much money? don't don't short me two hours i don't want two hours <laughs> i want four hours that i just spent 1200 bucks on not including parking <laughs> all right so like my 30, beer, $30 beer like i want I, give me my time you know market these damn guys because like the game is being played so well and i think one of the issues is call me crappy but there's no like in baseball there's not many assholes and assholes are what attract media attention. Like you got fucking
3: Joe Kelly. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Thank you. But just think about probably arguably the most famous baseball player is Bryce Harper. And he's what about the all Astros? the
2: Astros? Aren't they we all need, assholes? Yes, now? they, they are. are the Astros them,
0: are, but they're not. They're not like Altuve isn't coming out saying f this, f that. Like, like, oh. Oh, I'm gonna come at you. Like they're not that kind of. guys like you not need a Pedro word, bro.
4: Martinez. That was know. Yeah, Pedro yeah, Martinez.
0: Like Pedro Martinez is more famous than any baseball player right now.
1: Now, Throwing Don Zimmer it, to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> just
0: like you look at the the NBA, you need. look at the NFL and NBA. You have a bunch of assholes,
1: right? And that's and that's how they, look at Antonio
0: Brown. The media all they do is talk about Antonio Brown because all he does is everything yeah, he makes really like, to he be a Like man.
2: two games, he <laughs> plays like one game.
0: So you know, like MLB. Yeah, you're like, right, Mike Trout. Mike Trout should be he's like literally he's a walking legend. yeah but he's a big Philly guy
1: so but, yeah, seriously though i know like, i know i kind of hate him
0: worst case <laughs> he's a top five player ever and i mean literally worst case scenario he blows out his knee right now he's the worst case scenario top five player ever and in this prime arguably the greatest player ever and this guy his, is his in, numbers are ridiculous he's, he's not floating on the ground he's not on every commercial like what what like, literally, he's a LeBron James of baseball. He's a Tom Brady of baseball. Wow. And why, why isn't this – and he's young. <laughs> like, why isn't this guy – why isn't this guy all over – he hasn't been on MLB The Show yet, the cover of MLB The Whoa. Show.
2: I mean, a huge, a huge point of that is, too, is like, again, I know it's to no fault of his own, but the Angels are not competing for anything. So the fact that he's he's putting up all these number on a, numbers on a losing team to people that don't understand, you know, the analytics to baseball and understand exactly how historic he is, to them it's like the quarterback that throws seven touchdowns in garbage time. It doesn't really matter. that's Again, that's the Fairweather fan looking at him, not the person that actually understands sports and statistics. But that, I'm telling you that that's kind of how people look at it. Like if he's competing for pennants every year, I'm telling you his, his, his stock is going through the roof His his viewership, you know, he would walk down New York, people would be jumping on him. But the case is, is like his team's in last place constantly. It's not his fault. But, you know, that's that's the situation. And the fact that he re-signed a mega deal to stay on a bad team, you know, people are looking at him too. Like, why wouldn't you take a little bit of a pay cut to go win? Like, don't you want to win? They talked about him going to Philly. Like, that's where he's from. Why don't you want to go there? They could be competing. Again, just, you know, I'm telling you kind of how the 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 fair weather, you know, the the casual fan looked
1: at it. If he did is, that, you know? the Angels would have won the World Series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just, that's just the way yeah, it
2: goes. Exactly. <laughs> Harper, yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, All right. Well, let's, let's move segue. on to the
0: UFC. Let's, let's yeah. move on to the UFC. You know, the UFC, oh. Dana White just recently came out, saying he trademarked Fight Island and oh. UFC Fight Island. So, clearly, oh it's just getting real. And I personally love Dana White. I think he's the best commissioner, owner, whatever you want to call him in pro sports. The guy's a badass. Hello, he loves So good at promoting. He's so good at He's so good at promoting. And he loves putting money in his in his quote unquote players, you know, his fighters yeah. pocket. He loves making mm-hmm. them rich because he knows if I make them rich, they're gonna make me rich. And I think right. I wish more commissioners in sports and owners in sports did that, but they don't. Yep. So Kyle, you know, this is your this is your expertise, you know, take it away.
1: Uh, Yeah, so I'll just give a quick update on this. Uh, Uncle Dana, as he's known by (laughs) by the circle. I like it. I love it. He's he's, he's been pushing this idea. Well, first, he was pushing the idea of UFC 249. uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson for quite a while. The fight fell through. The card fell through. I'm bummed out. I've been waiting years for that fight. Uh, Then Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje was on the the, uh, table for UFC 249. That got canceled. So right now, we're looking at May 9th uh, as the next possible date. For one, I don't think it's going to happen um, just because I've been let down too many times in the past couple of months when it comes to fight cards. However, uh, right now, um, we're looking at a potential three-three title fight card, which is really, really awesome. Uh, Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje for the 155-pound interim title. Uh, Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. We're looking at for the Bantamweight Championship as well as Kamaru Uzman versus Jorge Masvidal for the uh, 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 welterweight 170-pound title. Um, that's a stacked card already. Throw in Francis Ngannou versus Jair Rosenstruck, uh, 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 Jorinzo Um uh, I'm really excited for that. The, the one worry, obviously, a lot of people are kind of shitting on the UFC because of COVID-19, and, uh, you know, that UFC and WWE wanting to be kind of the first promotions to 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 do events, live events, um, mm-hmm. crowdless, but you know, regardless, still kind of uh, in the minds of many endangering, um, you know, athletes, um, crew, workers, you know, all employees who are there are, are, are certainly endangered. So. It's kind of kind of hot and cold, right? We're really excited for this fight islands, we're really excited for this kind of uh you know, historic UFC card to go down, but you know, at the same time, is it is it a bad idea? You know?
2: So I, I gotta I gotta I gotta segue this, I gotta jump in on this. Please tell me, not every one of you as nineties babies, picture Mortal Kombat Island when he talks about oh, fight yeah, island. Please tell me. Like, Everyone go like, by like, boat. We've, yeah <laughs> everyone's going by boat over there but obviously you know god forbid some craziness happens with covid and someone grows extra arms and we get goro on the main card but i'm telling you man as soon as he explained this and i was researching it and looking it up i'm like dude he is reenacting a real life mortal Kombat island and this is going to happen and it might actually happen dana white is not a guy to say something and not back it up he goes oh it's happening It may not happen May 9th, but this is going to happen. And I'm just like, I'm getting my popcorn ready. I used to work so many of those fight nights at Buffalo Wild Wings back in college. Like, I love it. I love the atmosphere. I want the octagon
0: to be lit up by tiki lights, like tiki torches. (laughs) (laughs) around it. You know, (laughs) alligators, the whole shit. The loser gets thrown into a river. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, no, no, just yeah, you get thrown off. the <laughs> Look, if any if anybody can get this started, like we said, it's definitely Dana White because, and we we've already talked about how beneficial it would be to any sport, doesn't matter which, to be the first one to get something yes. going live. I mean, and UFC, are you fucking like? I mean, you, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you really don't need that that much incredible personnel. There for that fight. I mean, you yeah, you could put it on an island, but you could empty an arena or empty something, and you would still be able to get the viewers with the television. I mean, you don't need that much. Like, Definitely, sports Definitely.
1: gambling is dying Definitely. for it right
3: now. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! And that, without the crowd, your
1: your need for staff decreases. Immensely. Yeah. Oh
3: immensely. my god! So d- don't get me wrong. That's like that for any sport, but I really, I just think UFC would just it would be off the charts good. Everybody be watching it, and first of all, we pay for oh. that shit anyways. Fucking charge
2: but us more. We'll pay for it. Seventy again. bucks, eighty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why not? Just jack it up to hundred. that's the e- only sports we ESPN get, we'll all Plus, buy it it. Every one of us.
0: Subscription. <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with, 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 the, with the last McGregor fight that lasted twenty five seconds, you had to spend like one hundred twenty five dollars <laughs> for the ESPN Plus subscription that you'll never use again.
1: Got some <laughs> shoulders in the face. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so I thought you had to get that Disney Plus bundle. Comes with Hulu, m or er, Hulu, <laughs> ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus. Man, come on. You gotta <laughs> think smarter, Joey. No, but I mean. The, the, the way they've, they've come out now with, like, same-day testing with COVID-19, you know, everybody that's on that card, everybody gets tested before. The referee, any of the announcers, everybody's tested. The whole place is sanitized before and after every fight, which they already do that, like the octagon, but I'm talking about everything around it. Like, this is a sport that you can make that actually happen. It's not like basketball where there's five guys rotating at all times. It's me versus you. Then next person versus next person, it's always two on two. So it's like sure. if they're all tested, like there's not a ton, ton of outside factors and like this yes. could happen and it's going to be awesome when it does and I'm going to have my popcorn and my beer ready yes. and it's going to be great.
1: I love so, theoretically, even if you had a 10 to 15 card, uh, excuse me, fight card, you could have 10 to 15 different referees. So you could have, say, hey, you, you, true, you true. three were in there together. Now you three go off. Yep. You, know, you, you, you know, you get separated. Sort of deal. Um, Certainly, you know, not every fight would have the top notch refs that we're used to, but um, I I don't see that as a bad idea. And, you know, I'm excited. This. I, my, Rex team, are, Rex are my looking heart for says work i want too. it my head says it's a bad idea you know what he, i mean the only thing who only guy who probably doesn't
3: want this is like bruce buffer jr because he has no one to fucking yell to let's get ready to rumble like, like, like let's get ready to Oh, <laughs> just take
4: it over he'll
2: still be there dude he'll still be there for all the paper you know, subscriptions. Of we have to have that yeah, we yeah have
1: to all right all right but by, by the way, what do we got, Joey? I do want to say Michael Buffer is. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Rumble. Sorry. Thank you. Bruce says it's tied. Tied. It That's is? right. It's tied. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. It's time. they are I'm a tied so brothers.
0: And then yeah. when Conor McGregor's like Irish theme song comes on, then <laughs> no,
2: no. Oh, no, they're no, all drinking no. his whiskey
1: too. Oh, my God. oh, my God. <laughs> oh man. Speaking
0: of, you guys, uh, I just ran out of alcohol. I'm gonna have to run up when like Ben's doing his top 10 picks here.
1: But
2: which Ben? There's two of us, damn it. Exactly. I, go I, first. I, I'm I going didn't first. want to insult did, any of did, you. Did,
0: so did. Let's, Are we let's doing move, a mock draft? Yeah, let's move over yes, now to the NFL. Draft, I forgot. First, I, 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 don't have a, I don't have a mock,
1: but so it's let's okay. I'll you I'll can ahead and pick everybody else's. So, right now, we're doing the
0: NFL draft. What we're gonna do for you guys, um, for you, though for those of you who are listening, or realistically, let's be real here, we have no listeners. So for those of you who are not listening, <laughs> what
1: we're gonna do is you made it this far. You mean we're f- gonna do, I'm gonna
0: We're gonna do the mock draft. We're gonna do each of us, except Kyle's, gonna do a mock draft of their top ten picks. Top ten only. Yep. And then we're gonna get into scenarios, likely trades. I'm still doing that. And then each of us are gonna do our top five quarterbacks where we think they're gonna go, kind of deal. And then just other big name picks. You know, you know, Jalen Hurts, obviously the quarterback. NFL talk, the, I feel Henry like. Ruggs, you know, you have Jerry Judy who year. Yeah, Jerry Judy was going into the year He was, oh, he's number one receiver, no doubt But now C.D. Lamb seems to have taken him over And some mm-hmm. people say they'd rather Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. the third So it's like, really, where does Jerry Judy fit in? He's a big name So we're just going to go on yeah. with that um, And to kick this off um, Ben Klepping,
2: go ahead Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen and this draft week is about to be upon us and this is some exciting stuff. Um not gonna let my giants bias get in the way too much, but I do have my conspiracy theories and we've been talking about this for a while. If any if if I have any um uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia fans. and You see Charlie Day on the board with all the string all over the place trying to figure stuff out. That's like Who that's hasn't awesome. seen that? Yeah. Out. Yeah, 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 everyone's I seen that. See if it. you haven't even seen the show, you've seen <laughs> the show, meme dude. before. All right. Great show. See, see, Ben, when you do the edits here, you're going to have – you have to edit, like, the picture on here. That's what we're looking for. But, okay, so with, without any further ado here, my top ten picks. So we have the Bengals drafting first. It's very obvious. They've already said Andy Dalton's going to be walking. They're going to go QB. They're going to go with the QB who set the NCAA record for touchdown passes in a season, historic season, I and mean, he no one's ever seen a season that good. Again, we're in a more passing league. Is he the best ever? I wouldn't
0: say that. You sounded you sounded like Ch- you sounded like Trump right there. You, 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 listen, you know, he's one of the best seasons <laughs> I ever. But the, the best season best. I've ever seen. <laughs> he's really he's really made incredible, incredible,
2: incredible. He's been he's been really
0: tremendous. Really yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen good quarterbacks. I've seen good quarterbacks. I've seen the best quarterbacks. And he is the best quarterback.
2: Can I finish? Thank, thank, you, thank you, thank you. So, Joe Burrow going first overall, QB LSU Heisman winner, undefeated season, national championship. I don't think there's going to be any surprises there. Second pick, red. Joe, Sims, wait, can we call him I Joe think, Exotic? Joe Exotic. That's he's going fine. from he's, he's, LSU
1: Tigers he's, he's, to the Cincinnati he's a, he's a
2: Bengals. Tiger king. I mean, and he's gonna go play for the Tigers. Yeah, he's, Come Tigers. On. he's the tiger. He's, he's the tiger king. Washington Redskins, second overall. They need their defensive playmaker, arguably. And who I think is the best player in the draft? Chase Young, edge rusher, Ohio State, second overall pick. Going to Washington. Third pick, Detroit Lions. Just got rid of Darius Slay. Cut ties with him. They need a stud cornerback. They're going to get Jeffrey Okuda from Ohio State. He's going there. Fourth pick. Here is my hot take, hot take, gentlemen. Hot take, hot
0: take, hot take.
2: Oh, yeah. Fourth Tag. overall pick is going to the Miami Dolphins in a trade up from the fifth pick to the Giants because they are, are over betting the Chargers, who also. Well, no, this this is what I think is going to happen. Okay. The Dolphins want to secure their quarterback. The Dolphins are going to jump ahead of; they're already ahead of the Chargers, but they don't want the Chargers to jump ahead of them. They don't want that to happen, so they're trading with the Giants. Dolphins go with the fourth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft quarterback Justin Herbert out of Oregon because of the injury concerns with Tua. Um, I don't think Tua is going to be the guy. Everyone says tank for Tua. He's going there. If he didn't have the hip injury, honestly, I think he'd be competing with Burrow for the number one pick. Does one of that
1: score play into your judgment?
2: Does Wonderlick score play into my judgment? Let me finish my draft, all right? All right? So uh, the reason why I think the, the Dolphins are going to trade to the Giants is the Dolphins have three first-round picks. They own the fifth overall. They have 18th overall. They got in the Mika uh, Fitzpatrick trade with the, with the Steelers. 26th overall pick when they traded Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills. The second round, they have two picks, 39th overall, 56th overall. And the third round, they have a 70th overall pick. So they have a ton of capital that they are ready to play chess and get their quarterback at all means, uh, at any means. Giants, fifth overall pick from Miami, moved back one spot. They also are going to receive second round, 39th overall pick from the Dolphins, and third round, 70th overall pick from the Dolphins. So the Giants moved back one. Get a two and a three for them, so Miami can secure the quarterback. Giants are going to go Tristan Works, offensive tackle from Iowa. This to me was a bit of a toss-up, just because the top four tackles are literally all neck and neck with everybody. So nobody knows which one's a little bit better, a little bit better than the other one. We got Andrew Thomas, we got Makai Beckton. we got um, someone refresh my memory. What's the, what's the tackle's name from? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, from from uh, from Alabama. Which my issue is, I think he might be the best one. But because he right played tackle. right tackle, and again, that, that was to that his was blind side because the lefty, again, they want to pay big money for the left tackle. He probably can play left tackle, but it's it's different technique. It's different. So I don't know if he's going to be the guy. I think if he was a straight left tackle and Jalen Hurts was a QB the whole time, I think he'd be the first tackle pick. But I'll digress there. Chargers, sixth pick. They're going to go Tua Tagovailoa. Um, he's the next QB there. I think he's going to be a stud. Honestly, I think he's going to be better than Herbert. But I think because of the injury, he's going to go behind Herbert. Then we got Panthers. I don't know how they did it, but they're going to get my man Isaiah Simmons, who I really think is going to be probably like the perennial All-Pro in this in this class, along with I think Chase Young, Isaiah Simmons. I'd love the Giants to get him, but they need that franchise left tackle. Um, eighth pick, Falcons. I'm going to go with my boy Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle from South Carolina. I say my boy because. He went to Goose Creek High School, the same school I coached for the last couple of years. So he comes back every now and then. Facebook friends, basically best friends now. Now, super cool guy. Um, we're, we're gonna you want know, a house. It's it. fine. <laughs> we're gonna want a house. No big deal. No, I, I think it's gonna be really good for him. He's a stud interior defensive lineman um, from South Carolina. Nice pick. Jaguars need a QB. They got to get their guy for um, Gardner Minshew. They're gonna go Jerry Judy um, from Alabama, and then 10th, Saints. Well, God, they're going wide receiver also, they're going C.D. Lamb because they need somebody else to catch more than five passes throughout the year other than Michael Thomas, who had like a million catches last year. Drew Brees needs a second option, and it's going to be C.D. Lamb, wide receiver from Oklahoma, and that's my top ten. Put a stamp on it.
0: I, I like it. I mean um, – Been approved. I have, I, have, been approved. I, have a, I have a couple differences, and I'll explain that now. Um, so, my, this is my NFL – draft, top 10. Um, I, uh, I'm going to so, write your 10 down too. So really, so realistic. so what I think is going to happen, I think I think everyone knows oh, wow. Bengals, they're going Joe Exotic. Uh, when you yeah. put up that, the historic season, he had his moxie, his feel for the game, yep. his touch, Just er, he just screams NFL quarterback. He doesn't have the sexiest arm strength in the world, but I think people he get so... screams
3: still, home alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 he, does. He, looks he, he really does, like <laughs> so many scouts. Does
1: anyone think... His his interview like months ago when he mentioned, oh man, he he had some half in half out statement about the Bengals. Does anyone think that will
2: play? wants to play for a winner. He said, yeah. Mm. No. Let's let's get into that after. I a don't match. think
1: so let's either. That but match. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Joe. That. I stopped. I like that. that one. I pick, I'm 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 sorry,
0: Joe. No. So
1: I have, no. I have so I have
0: Joe Exotic on one. I mean just. I think so many scouts get too much into the you know the skill set. Oh, he needs to have the greatest arm in the world. But what did Jamarcus Russell do? What did Ryan Leaf do? Um, I like Joe Burrow, and sure. I think he, I think he's going to be a Pro Bowl level quarterback. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback for a very long time. Um, Redskins are going Chase Young if they don't just burn the franchise down and just get them out <laughs> of the NFL. Because I mean that's you you have your J.J. Watt type esque got you know pass rusher for the next 10 to 15 years if he stays healthy you have a perennial pro bowler you have a perennial all-pro take him move on and i hate it being a giants fan because daniel jones didn't get sacked by him by like 700 times
2: um, <laughs> but they thought about that about uh Jadavion Clowney. just saying okay move on no, no, i know we'll i agree. about that after no, i'll after
0: you. um then three i have the lines taken that the avenger I, isaiah simmons um i just think he's too really good a- yes. Yes, I know, they got, I know they got Darius Slay's gone, and I know they have needs, but what is better than a literally a Swiss Army knife of a defensive player that can fill up so many holes for you on defense?
2: That, that, that could happen. I, mean, that's saying, going to
0: Peter, I, th- I think that's, it's that's, that's I th- I don't crazy. Think, I, yeah, I really think the Lions are going to take Isaiah Simmons because they need so, so much help on defense, and what's better than putting a keystone can do it all. Yeah. that can do, literally do yep. it all for you? Um, yeah, okay. I don't hate and, that. Uh, for you, for, for four, I agree with you. I think the Dolphins are going to outbid the Chargers and get the Giants' fourth pick. And um, they have so much uh, capital. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think they're going to take Tua. Um, I really, really? Think, okay. I really think they're going to take Tua. I think the injury concerns. Yes, they are some. Their their injury concerns. No doubt about it. But the, the the skill, the player, everything is there. And realistically, yeah. To me, Tua, what he's done on the field is worthy of it just because of his injury concerns don't outweigh Justin Herbert's inability to play quarterback concerns. Justin Herbert has all the sexiness to his game, arm strength, a little bit of speed. He's big, right? He has Eyes. all the, the size. And he's white. And he's white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously. You know, but has he, has, he been prov- has he proven to be a good quarterback? Tua has. Justin Herbert hasn't. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, the scouts are in love with his skill set. So I think, that, I think the Dolphins are going to make the right choice and go with the lefty Drew Brees and Tua. Um. Okay. So the Giants. So the Giants I hate be, that either. So the Giants will have five, and I think they're going to take Tristan Wirfs, O tackle, out of Iowa as well, Ben. But then the Chargers. Okay. I think we're flipped here. I just had Justin Herbert taken by the Chargers at six. Now this is where the Panthers, I think, steal the draft because they're going to get the perennial All Pro Jeffrey Okuda at Okuda, Yeah. Okay. At cornerback, who's an unbelievable steal at seven. Um. Yep. Then eight Cardinals. I have them taking Jedrick Wills, the O tackle, the OT at Alabama.
3: Um, I thought
0: eight was Falcons. Isn't it Cardinals? Is it not? It's,
3: it's Cardinals. Probably. Oh, it's
0: Falcons. Yeah. So eight, I have Cardinals, mm-hmm. Jedrick Wills. Figure out huh. your
3: fucking birds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's so many of them. <laughs>
3: They're both red. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I got them taking Jedrick uh, Wills out of Alabama. Um, I, think that, I think they got to provide, uh, you know, Kyler with some protection. He did get beat up a little bit last year. Um, I think he's yeah, a way to go. Um, especially because didn't they just who did they just get in the backfield? They got DeAndre Hopkins. Did they get a running back or did they got rid of the? Not in the backfield,
2: DeAndre Hopkins got wide. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hopkins.
0: Then at nine, I got the Jaguars, and this is this. I want – This this pick was tough for me because they can go so many different ways. They can fool people and go quarterbacks. Maybe they don't believe in Minshew. Um, they can go. They, they can go line. They can go run. Like because now there's trade talks about Leonard Fournette. They can go defense because they need yep. defense. But I have them going C.D. Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Um, to give Gardner Menchu we- uh, an outside weapon because they, they just don't have anybody. Okay.
2: So do you I, have Judy going to the Saints, or who do you have going to the Saints?
0: That's yeah, also going to go then the Browns at 10. I got them taking Mecky Beckon, the, the offensive Saints. tackle out of Louisville. At 10, I got them taking Beckton, the offensive tackle out of Louisville. That's the Browns. I have Jerry Judy going 12th overall to the Raiders. Henry Ruggs, wide receiver, going 13th overall to San Fran. So literally two Alabama receivers going 12 and 13. Um, And then obviously we'll talk about the other quarterbacks later, but. Um. So I have ben, a couple of Saints. Big
1: twenty-four. What's that? SanSpick Big twenty-four.
0: <laughs> no, I said San Fran.
1: Thirteen. No, 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 Ben.
0: I, must, ben I, seven, I don't, don't know why I had I Saints. had the
2: Saints there. I don't know what the fuck I no, did. San Fran. at Thirteen.
0: Henry Rugg, Jerry Judy. Twelfth of Raiders. All right, but okay, Ben. Okay. Give us to your top ten.
1: Uh,
3: to be honest. I have, I have a whole list here. I didn't like really create one. I looked at what I wanted and what I looked, looked good to me. Um, I was just, look, I, I, I could be the, the analysis guy. Cause you have a thousand different an- analysts that are like, you guys suck <laughs> and have so many different options. Uh, and one of the things too, it's like, you know, everybody's, but one of the things that's main is like Joe Burrow, obviously number one, Joe Burrow, number one, Chase Young, number two, but the, I think everything starts to change at, Jeff Okuda uh, or like, like there's a common, there's a common denominator. Akuda's going three in a couple, but then there's a couple different draft boards where two is there. And, three. Simmons and, or two? Yeah. and then Simmons is fourth with the giants in a lot of them. So like, I, you never know with this draft, with some of the draft stuff, but I think that one thing I was trying to touch on with Joe was like uh, two, I, a two is a winner, like this, but, but two is a winner. Yeah. And that makes sense. But if you go to five, with those dolphins, the dolphins can pick him, but the dolphins aren't smart, so they'll probably go Herbert. <laughs> like, just that's why I
2: think they will too. Yeah,
3: like that's the way I. Look I would at
2: rather it. Tua. I would personally. Yeah, like yeah. Herbert. Herbert reminds me of golf so much. Like he got yeah. all the he got the size, the arm, he's smart, like all that stuff. But like he just he he, he didn't he didn't never he never wowed me. They won games. They were in the Rose Bowl, Pac-12 chance, like they were good. Like he had some games where he threw for like 150 yards and one touchdown. I'm like, how do you do that in this day and age, yeah. especially at a school like Oregon? Like
3: literally, yeah, your I, whole fucking game is the like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So and then, uh, but then then it kind of gets hazy. Uh, same same thing kind of jumps around as what I saw. Uh, one thing I will say, as an unfortunate Jets fan, as they are on the outside of that top mm-hmm. ten, barely. Uh, I want a wide receiver, but I also want protection. And I've seen a bunch of shit at eleven. I've seen CD Lamb. I've seen rugs drop there. I've seen Worfs at O line. So I don't know. I don't know. So the the, the draft boards can be a little bit bun- bunched up one,
1: at this point. One big thing I want to mention here, um, a although, pill. oh, all right, it's just you and I, Ben Matos. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, one big thing I want to mention here is I think at at, at number three. The Detroit Lions could very well take Derrick Brown out of Auburn. Yeah. Could yeah. he's he's projected on a lot of boards as the best player in the draft. I if know. not the, the best defensive player.
3: Yeah, and it's like the only reason why Burrow and Young are wrap ups because those are needs
1: for both of those teams. I think I think uh, Burrow at one and yeah. Young at two is is yeah. a lock. I, okay. I, 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 I'm telling you right now, Lions hmm. at three. Yeah. Derek Brown is a very, okay. very juicy opportunity, especially after Snacks Harrison, Damon Snacks Harrison had just left. <laughs> you know, um, oh, who do you yeah, think they they're gonna, be, gonna go? Who do you think the lines are gonna a go? Big big tackle, Der uh uh excuse me, uh Derek uh uh Derek Brown out of Auburn? Out of out Auburn. Auburn. At Auburn? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Right. Uh Ben should have muted. Um they <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you <laughs> 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 a, a lot of people expect uh, or, or or some people, excuse me, are saying that Derek Brown out of Auburn could be the best player out of this draft, could have the best career. So I think at number three, for the Lions, Derek Brown's not a bad option, especially after losing stack Harrison. Yeah. The other th- th- so I is li- is that Isaiah I'd- Simmons could be a very good choice there, too. They need an edge rusher, they need a line a D-lineman. That's really where they're in need right now. So but Isaiah Simmons I, is
0: basically Iron Man. He's an he's an Avenger. I think he's better I, I, than any Avenger. Well, I agree
1: with you. I think his physicality is is maybe not quite where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, and, and and I think Derek Brown is looking very good on, on a lot of GM boards. So number three, Lions, Derek Brown. Don't be surprised. Um, number if four, if we're not
2: careful, DG is going to take Derek Brown because he loves his IDL guy. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, yes,
1: yes. This is possible. This is possible. Sorry, However. At number four, I actually see um, Jedrick Wills being being the pick. I, I, I understand the the whole... Uh, Giants
2: straight up, you think?
1: Uh, yes, yes. I don't think there's any trade mm. back um, it, because the circumstances this year with the draft. I think maybe if the draft were held um, in a different year uh, without this whole pandemic deal, um, you might get a trade back. You might get one. But I think I think mm. they might lock into their player earlier on and decide we need a tackle. Wills is the most technically sound, in my opinion. Um, yeah, just the right
2: side scares me. That's the only thing. I mean, he, he's the best one, I think. I just, he that. played right side. That's the only thing. No, no lack of talent there. I understand that.
1: I, totally, and, and that's why that might not happen. But we'll see there. I think I think at five, the Dolphins take Herbert. Um we don't trade back or excuse me, the Giants don't trade back. Dolphins stick at five. They they get their man at Herbert. Um and then uh at six the Chargers get to a. I, that's just the way I see it going. Um pretty much after that point, I like I'm just kinda looking through the draft picks. I, I didn't have any mock ready. Um number seven, I think Isaiah Simmons might fall to number seven. If the um,
0: Panthers just, can get Isaiah Simmons yeah, at seven, happen. they win the draft. The Panthers are in such a good situation because they're either, in my opinion, going to get Isaiah Simmons or Jeffrey Okuda. Like, they're literally going to get an all-pro, yeah. just fall to them or at seven. Or another all-pro. <laughs> yeah, literally just fall to That's them the thing.
1: At Okuda 7. Is, fallen in my drafts, and I actually have him going at nine to the Jaguars, um, mainly because yeah. of the absence of Jalen Ramsey there as a number one corner type of player, um, with number yeah. eight actually picking up uh, uh, either Thomas – or Werfs, probably worse right now. But uh, Thomas seems to be progressing up the leaderboard when it comes to uh, offensive tackles. He started at the top. He kind of kind of came down with Wilson Werfs, um, and I think he's going up a little bit now. And finally at ten, I actually think the Browns take Macai Becton because I uh, I think the I Browns are a typical Browns, and and Macai Becton just failed a drug test. Uh, he was one of actually quite a few. Rookies or, or excuse me, prospects, uh, combine prospects, do fail or drug tests So right. Was now it is a diluted
0: like, sample, or was it like a failed drug test?
1: Um,
0: because I know one guy had a diluted read sample.
1: drug tests. I Oh, okay. Red failed drug tests. Oh, then he's I definitely a Brown. Just sign it. Just
0: brother. put it. <laughs> just put the contract. <laughs> just put the pen to paper. That's
1: my thing, man. I mean, the Browns. <laughs> he, he's, he's an athletic stud. <laughs> <laughs> drug test. He's mentally,
0: in sta- he's mentally unstable. Let's loves drugs and alcohol. That's, that's literally
3: uh, their, all their check marks on their draft Yeah, boardies. literally.
0: <laughs> he's going to fit in perfectly with well, Did he fail bring, his drug test? He's going to implode on it. Let's take him. He's, he's going to implode, and you know, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna blend in perfectly with our mentor, Johnny Manziel.
1: He's considered an athletic freak, and he failed drug test. Okay, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bring yeah bring we, bring we need him. him. number 10, no problem. No problem. So yeah, that's, uh, I didn't prepare this beforehand, but I've had a very good idea of where I thought people were going already. Um, especially okay. with this whole pandemic. Now do I see a trade back with the Giants possible like big time? Um, especially when you're talking about like, you know, uh, some of the guys that are potential trade prospects during the draft, like Trent Williams, like Yannick and Gukwe, like, uh, uh, well, Leonard Fournette is one, but that's that's not really a prospect for the Giants. Yeah.
2: But with both Williams and,
1: so, and a Gokwe,
2: yeah, yeah. So, 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 Gettleman has come out publicly and said, "I'm shopping this this pick. I want to know if, if people want it and how bad they want it." As in, he's okay to trade it back, and he's also said, which the reason why I believe I would love if them to take Isaiah Simmons because I do think he's probably going to be one of the best in the draft. I think he honestly may be, like, when it's all said and done, I think he's going to have more of an impact than Chase Young. Like, I think he's going to be that yes. freaking good. Wait, 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 but wait.
0: Because – Wait, hot take? Hot take? Hot take. That's I think hot It's going to be better
2: yeah. than Chase Young. Isaiah Simmons is going to be better than Chase Young when the series is all said and done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. So, with that being said, like, I'm not going to be mad if the Giants take him. And honestly, like – Isaiah Simmons couldn't jump off someone's board. Like, I mean, the he's that good that the Redskins could pick him over Chase Young. Who knows? Just but think about I'm where Aaron
0: Donalds fell. The best play, defensive player in football. True. What did he fall to, like, 13? 14? True. He was picking after true. Odell Beckham well,
2: can, Jr. People, did, people don't – you don't prioritize, like, interior defensive line, but when he's that good, like he could do it all. So, anyway, maybe we can get him on the show at some point. He's, like, best friends with Bash, but that's a sidebar. Um <laughs> So Gettleman has, has openly said – sorry, a little bit of Giants talk here – openly said, one, I'm chopping this pick, and two, I am – I know this class is deep in tackles, so, like, I want to tackle. So I'll trade back and get a tackle. I don't think – I think if he sits at four – I don't know. That's why, to me, it's a toss-up. If he sits at four, takes a tackle, or goes Isaiah Simmons. I do do think he's going to trade back, whether it's with the Dolphins, have all that capital – or with the Raiders, who have two first-round picks, I think it's like 13 and 16. Trade four yes. for 13 and 16. I think that in itself is a pretty darn good pick. At 13, I would you get the best. That. You get the best tackle available at 13, and at 16, get a stud linebacker or get a stud. Stacey, or trade that pick. He,
4: trade
0: that pick and trade pick more and acquire more. more. Then get Caesar Ruiz late in the first round to breach a little bit. Because taking really late in the first round, and, bit, really the first round. and then second yeah, round, you you're I, I loaded mean, with picks. By the way,
1: I actually that's, see that's, Kansas City at 32 taking Cesar Ruiz. I just, I I just want to put, put, put that in right now. I, I, I guess, agree with that. I could see that, yeah.
2: To, to, to me personally, I just, I, I know Gettleman is so much stands upon this year. Like, if they're bad again, he's probably going to get fired because he already outlasted the coach he hired, which, again, you can maybe say, like, you know, he, he didn't have a ton of options. But, like, Joe Judge and all these guys here, these are his guys. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Jones is his guy. Saquon's his guy. Like, that's his backbone. So he's got to get the big guys up front to block him. So he's going to get his tackle and he's probably going to get his center in the second or third round because you know what defense sucks. If the offense puts up 40 points behind his guys and they play well, Hey, I I lined them up. I don't know what to tell you. I got them. I got the right pieces. So that's why I think he's going to go lineman. That's why I think he's going to try to trade it back. So he can go lineman get Ruiz and then also add a little more help to the defense because they spent all the money defensively um, in free agency, basically on that. So those are my takes. Sorry, guys, I got a little little sidebar there, Ben. Sorry, we've been a little giant on you and your Jets guy, but how um, dare you? <laughs> that's that was pretty much everything we wanted to cover, right? Were there any other topics we wanted to cover? Or are we
0: going to have our, uh, our I just uh, want to go over a little discussion. bit. Of, I just want to go over a little bit about the quarterbacks real quick, because there's a lot of interesting names in this year's draft when it comes to the quarterbacks. A lot of talent. I mean, my quarterback rankings were Joe Burrow one, two, a two, Herbert three. Jordan Love four, but I'm not really sold on Jordan. I think people are Jordan Love. I think people are trying to make him out to be like the next Patrick Mahomes. All mobile mm-hmm. has a cannon, has the physical. You know, it's the Patrick Mahomes syndrome. Like people think, oh, like every year we're gonna have something like this. Uh, so I'm not overly sold on him. Then Jake Fromm um, five, who's just the definition of a backup quarterback in my opinion. I just think he's so average and everything. He can come in and he's like a Nick Foles. I think Jake Fromm's next Nick Foles. Jacob Eason, who Jake Fromm beat out at Georgia, then pushed him to. Uh, Transfer to Washington. He was the former first, like the number one recruit in the nation, number one quarterback in the nation. From sucks. From his booty cheeks. <laughs> and the fact that From beat out Eason in college <laughs> tells me all I need to know about Jacob Eason. But here's my yeah. hot take. So get your drinks up in the air. Oh, shit. Here we go. When this is all said and done, first off, I have Jalen Hurts going in the second round to the Indianapolis Colts, who will trade up early in the second round to get Jake, Jalen Hurts.
2: Ooh. Yes. Okay. Okay. The culture are Get trading. The quarterback up. off the board or fourth? The fourth Get quarterback, the fourth. quarterback
0: just off the board. Because I think like, Jordan I I Love, I that. think unless a quarterback really desperate team is – no, actually no. Yeah, I have him. Wait, so let me see. Cause I have Tua I have Burrow, Tua, Herbert. Oh, I have him as the fifth quarterback. Because I have Jordan Love going first round to twenty fourth overall to the Saints. So hmm. I just have to go pick his Drew Brees of hear Hill. I don't. I don't think they're going to like. He, he's just not going to be a quarterback. I think you take Jordan Love and let mm. him develop under brief for a year or two in a perfect scenario, and just go with that. Because Jordan Love, I mean, realistically, like he needs a year or two. And I think what what other value do you have at twenty four at the Saints right now, who's a Super Bowl ready team right now? You take the gamble on the possible franchise quarterback now because you're in a position to miss. You know. Okay. Okay. But okay. anyways, I have Jalen Hurts going early second round. Early second round. So I think the Colts are going to trade up to get him. Okay? And now here's my hot take. So get your drinks ready. Jalen Another Hurts. Another hot
2: take. Holy shit. Well, Those,
1: this is the only one. He, I, he's repeating yeah, it. Yeah just, just,
0: yeah, just Jalen Hurts getting drafted early in the second round. i really ben, right.
2: edit that last part out because we, we drank too much.
0: Well, Anyways. My hot take is Jalen Hurts, when this is all said and done, will be the second best quarterback, if not the first best quarterback out of this draft. Oh, oh, oh. You can't, you can't Ooh. Winner's mentality. Yeah, I just realized
1: what you said. You no, can't teach, you can't I teach winners. Love, I love that. But that's a
0: team mentality, too.
1: I like how you it saved teams. the hottest of hot takes for the end. I do like that. You can't teach winners, I do man. Like that. Okay. You can't teach winning. He's uh, won
0: everywhere he's gone. He can throw it. I agree. People do- back. And it's, it's a black quarterback bias. I'm sorry. I don't want to bring race into it. Um, But it's a black quarterback bias. To be Hurts, fair,
1: you claim that when the Giants picked Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins. And it looks like that might have been the right choice. It
0: might have been the right choice, yes. Yeah, but I think Jalen Hurts, Hurts is produced in college everywhere he's gone. He was a national champion as a freshman. He was all SEC. He was all Conference everything. Each year, Conference yeah. champion I every mean, year. Yes, Tua yeah. came in and did did his job well. But I think think other things are going on with Jalen Hurts, because Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma, picked up where he left off, would have won the Heisman if it wasn't for, like, a rough two-week stretch. But I think you put him in the right system, like the Colts, who have the pieces, going to have the offensive line, going to have everything around him. Jalen Hurts has something to prove, and I'm just telling you, he's going to be drastically better than Dak Prescott because he's more advanced than Dak Prescott. And look at what Dak Prescott's been able to do. Jalen Hurts will be a superstar in the NFL. He's the next Russell Wilson.
3: Wow!
2: Shit, I like that. I think he's even more That's, athletic than Russell Wilson hot is too. Hot,
0: hot take, hot take again. Jalen Hurts is next Russell you're, Wilson. You're,
3: your computer's on fire right oh. now.
0: Hey, <laughs> so, I,
2: uh, I personally, I love Jalen Hurts. Like oh. Jalen Hurts is the guy that me personally, as a football coach, he's the guy that I tell kids like you need to model after this guy. This guy was SEC, you know, all SEC first team quarterback, he's SEC player of the year as a freshman. SEC player of the year, he was a stud. Like, the one year he threw, like, what was it? Like, it was, like, 20 touchdowns and, like, like two interceptions. Like, he had ridiculous numbers. Again, like, on a great team. But Jalen Hurts is a winner. Jalen Hurts is, is – he, he's devout Christian, too. So, he's very open about his faith. And, like, he's a guy that even when he got benched and went back to Alabama the next year said, I swore I was going to graduate from Alabama. I don't care if I'm going to start or not. I'm here to compete. And that last year when he was on the bench behind Tua, and this year, he finished as a Heisman finalist on the bench his last year at Alabama. It was grace, you know, come in the fourth quarter, some games, and then ended up winning them the SEC championship because Tula got hurt. You know, like, could, could you come up with a better story for, than, than that to happen? Like, he is the, the ultimate feel good story. Like you said, Joey, he's a winner. It does remind me a little bit of, of Tebow because Tebow was a winner and then went to the NFL, got in the playoffs, he's gone. Again, I think Hurts. I think Kurt's a nat- more
0: natural thrower. Like, he could actually throw I, I the football. I think so, too.
2: He he can throw the football a little bit better, but, I mean, like, you can't knock Tebow. Tebow, arguably, is the greatest college football player in history, if not greatest. But
0: with screw Tebow, he's a virgin.
2: Okay. You got to, you like, <laughs> pipe if You're going to be an NFL married. quarterback. man. You can't be a virgin True. and be an NFL quarterback. True. 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 Self-proclaimed. I don't
0: believe that, by
2: the way. Yeah, no, no. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He's He he was at at school with the likes of Aaron Hernandez, who
0: was killing people. Under over, under under over five. He's the head quarterback under over, under over. He He lasted five seconds, lasting five seconds with his smoke show wife the first time they did it. Under over oh, five No, record.
3: definitely under. Under, mm. uh, under. And then sang a song I like the forty-year-old virgin. Like he, he just yes. broke out in a song and <laughs> yep. dance with the housekeeper.
0: Acom came on.
2: Yep. I just, um, yes, that. just like Ben said, and like it was like it was like very very heavily pr- produced too. Like a good production is what happened in the background. But anyways, all right, my top five QBs. I got Burrow. Uh, these are the guys I think are the best. Not that I think are going to be the first ones drafted. I think I got Burrow. I think Tua the next best. Herbert, I got as the third. And honestly, I do think Chua's better. I just think they're going to go Herbert instead of him yeah, based off I'm of my agree. mock. Hertz, I have as the fourth one. And Hertz, I honestly think, is going to be better than Herbert. But Hertz is going to be a stud that just have on the right system. If he gets into a, into a team and he's automatically the backup, that's why I want him drafted by the him? Colts. Is that going to hurt him? I want Jalen Brissett. He, he battle it out with and he'll beat him out. He'll beat him out. And then fifth one, I got Jacob Rivers. Eason. Jacob Eason had a pretty darn good year at Washington. He put up numbers. Doesn't matter that got beat out by Fromm. He went to get to the right situation, just like Hertz got beat out by Tua, and Hertz outplayed Tua by yeah, miles. Fromm beat, Fromm Hurt, beat out so. Justin
0: Fields and Jacob Eason. He beat two number one quarterback recruits in the nation. Jake Fromm was like, Jacob what, Fromm son. No, I know, but that's at the my, same time, you you give him a little take? bit. Of, I don't
2: even think it's a hot take. He's going to be bad. <laughs> I don't. Think
0: I know. He's good, I, know but like but, me, I. I agree with you. I'm on board. But there has to has to say something about a about an average white country boy beating out justin Fields and jacob east <laughs> you gotta
2: like okay so th- and then those guys those guys both left and then he just started shitting the bed they he had no competition I Jacob i mean, like, right, I mean let georgia to around. a national title we, game his freshman year
3: second. i'm looking at i'm just looking at the this whole according to cbs their quarterback draft board and it really blows my mind going back to the whole what joey said about hurts it's like the ranks for quarterbacks they have joe burrow two, tua at five Herbert at eighteen. These are these are ranked picks. Like and then, but then where they're picked. Robert, yes, 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 yeah. Ranked okay. two, five, 18 is Herbert. Nineteen Love, and then Jacob Eason forty-four. Jalen Hurts is listed on there as number
0: one hundred. Yeah, no shot. He's not lasting.
3: hundred.
0: Jalen Hurts will get. Jalen
2: Love sucked last year. <laughs> Jalen Hurts twenty Hertz, touchdowns and seventeen Love, interceptions. He a almost a had a one to one touchdown interception ratio. It's a
0: Patrick Mahomes. They said let's get a light skin light skin quarterback who has a good arm. And we're going to draft him in the first round because he's Patrick Mahomes. That's a, does he sound like Kermit? Does he sound like Kermit? <laughs> <Does> he <laughs> put he catch him catch him on
2: 17 <laughs> picks and only 20 touchdowns in college football. No one plays defense in college football. At Utah football. State! At you know, Utah State! <laughs> that's what I'm saying! Like, those numbers are garbage. Like, I understand, like, college numbers don't exactly translate to the NFL. Because if they did, every Heisman winner in, in football, which is always a, a quarterback, would be a perennial All-Pro. And it doesn't always work like that. But...
0: Peyton Manning if, never you high can't get
2: it, if you can't get it done in college, right. why the hell can you get it done in the NFL? Like, you know, someone could bring up there's the rare cases, there's, Jones,
0: rare, there's rare cases. There's rare cases. There's rare cases. Tom Brady comes actually, in. Yeah. I do want to
2: say often. Well, like, the Tom Heisman, Brady was a platoon Heismaners quarterback. He wasn't even a full starter. Like, he wasn't even a full starter his last year at Michigan. Like, he split games starting with, who was the other guy? Well, who was it?
0: No, Kyle, I agree with you, though. You can make the argument that more times than not, like, high school win winners three, don't pan don't out. Don't pan out. Don't pan out at all.
2: No, I know they don't. They, de- they definitely don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't always work like that. But, like, if you were bad in college, why are you going to be good in the NFL? Like, no, I know I if there's a lot that. of hype behind you. If there's a lot of hype behind you, like, I course, promise you, know, there's you an not To be fair, a lot of people
1: would make that argument about Daniel Jones. Yeah. A lot of people would
2: make that well, argument. Well, no, that, that was what I was about to say, and you guys cut me off. I was saying, like, Daniel Jones, it's similar to that situation, but, like, look at the guys around him. Again, maybe I need to look at Jordan Love's guys. Maybe none of those guys around him are, are, are NFL Daniel Jones still put guys. up numbers, man.
0: Daniel Jones still put up numbers. He put up, he and he won a ball game. numbers,
2: and none of his guys were drafted. None of his receivers were drafted. Receivers were drafted. Like, I don't no, think not, his running No other I'm Duke
0: player was drafted. No other Duke man. player was drafted. I'm not saying I would, would make that
2: They're a basketball school. They're a smart school. Daniel Jones is a smart guy, but he went to a basketball school. put your money down. Great. Hot take. Oh my God, this
0: listen,
1: guy, you getting me fucking drunk. Listen, it's listen. It, it's getting
2: overused. Yo, we kidding over you, We gotta wrap this up. My wife is going to murder me.
1: It's, it's an hour and a half look, instead of an hour. Maria, Maria. Listen, Maria, are you trying to do a Maria, podcast are you
0: trying to be a comic book? Listen, okay. we're all in the. Well, listen, I, I live in the doghouse. You just got to man up, you do you what you got to do. You
1: got to thrive in the doghouse. Okay,
0: my hot take right now, and it's not really a hot take, I've told you guys this before. <laughs> But put, Daniel Jones MVP. yeah, Daniel Jones MVP put $100 down on it. Last two quarterbacks won MVP were second year quarterbacks. All right. Last two quarterbacks mm-hmm. won it. Last two MVP were second year quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson.
2: Giants,
0: this is a horrible Patrick Mahomes, Lamar like Jackson. Pay I'm it. just saying, if you have $100 disposable income, you have $100 hmm. just there sitting there.
3: Yeah, my go, stimulus go, go. check.
0: Go to yeah, right. stimulus check. Go to sports book. Go to a sports book <laughs> and put hundred bucks on Daniel Jones winning MVP. What do you What do you have to lose? The odds are gonna be ridiculous. And hey, guess what? I thought you said and, fifty. You said fifty bucks, man. I was hundred. Fifty, whatever the what fuck you want. 100? Whatever kind of you put ten bucks down on it. But I guarantee 000. in eight months, put eight in eight months when Daniel Jones wins MVP, you're gonna be you're gonna be saying, Yo, Joe, you were right. So, you know, I'm moving on, you are
1: gonna say we should have put a grand on. moving on
0: because Ben's a little bitch. Ben Clepping's a little bitch, and his wife might yell at him. He's a little scared. Woohoo! My he's wife's upstairs right out, now watching Netflix. I am scared. Ben, my wife is upstairs watching Netflix. Well, you know what? So, what? So, yeah, that's so cool. what that we're trying to start a brand, you know, sofa sport? My pregnant so, what come that we're trying to compete with the likes shit of Barstool and everything come else? Out of and
2: shit out of you
0: know, so what? So, what? Ben, you know, Ben is scared. Look at him, he's terrified. <laughs> He, he's tail between his legs. He's going to get,
3: he's gonna it get that look when he comes down. Come on. Dude, she came <laughs> down at like 10.05
2: and she was like. Oh.
1: It was like 10.12. Oh. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. It was, it, was, it, was, it
2: was like exactly 10.12. I was like, baby, it's like 10.05. And she's like, 10.15. I was like, well, to be fair, it's 10.12. So, See, um, I am saying.
0: All right, so yeah, let's, it was. let's, go, let's, let's move see. on. We won't get right, him killed.
1: We're ne- the, 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 early this week. Wait, we, can okay. the three of us stay on?
0: We'll, we'll stay on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the
1: fuck?
0: We have – the NFL draft starts Thursday, all right? But we I promise you to all of our non-listeners, because we have zero, that we're going to do a full <laughs> NFL draft segment. A full NFL draft segment. And actually, we're going to be on live during the draft.
1: Yes. Yes. Doing a
0: live li- – We should live, be on doing live. a live yeah. video. Yeah reacting yeah. live reaction to the nfl draft and just bullshitting having beers and talking um, i like this, I like so this. We're, we're gonna be doing that for you guys and before the draft we'll have our full first round mock draft available prepared for all of you. david Klepping will probably still be sleeping um but it's okay, the
2: okay. Fuck is <laughs> he? where is david he's all excited he called. That's me, like, three, three of
0: us are on the, the
1: east thing. coast three of us that's on the east thing. coast
0: he's
3: in denver you got a
1: name so
2: joey central time too dude Joey, central time as well.
1: Denver is west coast. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. They're mountain. No, they're mountain. They're mountain. They're Arizona. Exactly. But, but, they but they but don't I'm do daily savings. Ben, 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 and myself are east. Yeah. Yeah, right now.
2: Yeah, yeah but David didn't have mountain, anything going on. He said he would. Everywhere. We said eastern time like a million times.
0: dude. Oh, I made it very clear. You, Nate, no, Joey, no, no. Joey, I'll, when we sleep, get this episode
3: done sleep. and you throw it on whatever it is, and the name of this episode is Where is David?
4: Yes, <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Ben, ben, ben,
2: please,
3: ben please put
2: the edits of like Charlie Day in there with the crazy thing. No, like, I you put, you his put his pedophile picture okay,
0: up. Put his pedophile picture up from his, his p- Twitter p- picture. But ben,
2: are you able to do that?
3: Throw it on a video? I don't know. I'll figure something out. It's not okay hard we'll just play you. around with it. All
2: right, let's wrap. Let's get to our final. You can reach segment, me, ben. Up, I got to get off.
0: We can do One second. I got to do one thing
1: real quick.
2: Oh my God! I I am
1: am a software engineer. You guys are gonna appreciate this. I do code. You guys are gonna appreciate this. Let me get one more
0: drink. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. on. You guys are gonna. You guys are gonna. I'm a hacker
2: this.
0: (laughs) Wait one second. I gotta see how I. Oh, here it is. This is what. This is Ben. This is what you have to put in when you edit the when you edit the video and everything. This is what the clip you're gonna have to put in when. Where where is David?
1: Ben has a Bluetooth headset.
0: Where is David, right? he doesn't right?
1: understand. He, he yeah, has a Bluetooth he headset, that and he walks away and acts like, no one can hear me.
2: I know you and can he, hear me pissing. I know you, you, you can hear Bluetooth? me pissing. I knew that. I knew you No going to hear me. It was a power move, dude. I left that on for a reason. I, I can't you to wait until
1: you get a oh, mic. You, you have to leave. Like, <laughs> like, ben, like this one. <laughs> ben no, I want was. you to hear me.
0: When when you when you edit everything and you put it you upload this to you know <laughs> Apple to i the yeah, Apple yeah, Podcast so and and Spotify you when the episode is listener. when the episode is where is David and you put the picture this is what it has to be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, up. Yeah, well, where's
3: David?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Look at the circle. <laughs> That's my favorite. Is that pedophile ever. Dave? Oh is that what you're we? That's, that's pedophile Dave. <laughs> that's pedophile Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: looks like he oh, lost that weight. That picture. Like, he has zero muscle, <laughs> is zero anything. 120 pounds soaking wet. Oh, I, lo- I 120 love. 120
2: pounds, but oh. he he is persistent. Damn it! <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right, boys, let's move on and let's end our first episode of uh, Sofa Sport Report. Um, like I said, follow we're us. Couch potato, at- um, all the couch potato. I know no one's listening. No one's going to listen. No. Um, but hey, you know this is a, this is episode one, and in five years, hot, to, to, hot take this. boys, hot take boys. In five years, when we're millionaires because of all the ad money we're bringing in, because this shit's popping. Ooh. You know, so you, come you guys. Back to the first
2: episode, man. Yeah, man, you, you, you want
0: to be a hashtag this. couch potato, motherfuckers. Nope.
1: <laughs> so hashtag couch fucking
2: so, potatoes. So, so yeah, but Kyle, seriously. Kyle, seriously, this banner is so easy to change to, like, the colors of any team we go to. Like, the way yes. you set it up. That was like, if we goal. go to fucking, like, Fulcher Rock LB or Delaware world, or Michigan, back and, like, you you dude,
4: yeah.
2: it's yeah. going to look so fucking sweet. I was telling of about that. She's, a, she's yeah. like, I think you guys are idiots. You're not going to make any money. Colors. But I'm like, this is going to be cool as shit. Like, Notre Dame colors yeah. on there.
1: Dude, this is going to be so fucking
2: cool. We're going to make so much merch. Like I'll wear it all. I don't care. I'll buy it all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ben Ben Matos,
3: what what school? What school do you uh, work for? I work for the University of Arkansas at Monticello. Put so. University of Arkansas Monticello colors on there. It look great. Kelly 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 green, green and I white. Actually, I actually experimented. They're Kelly green and white. Yeah, this is the Kelly colors.
1: green. Oh, so am might Have to change. Just like Slippery down. Rock, dude. Just like the school.
2: Ben and I went to Slippery Rock. Same colors, pretty mm-hmm. much.
3: Yeah. Ours, ours, ours right. is li- a lot lighter, but
1: yeah, it's great.
0: I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that,
1: guys. Mm-hmm. All right, so, dude, I'm
2: pumped to change these. To, let's to, wrap, to let's the wrap stuff. this right, up. Continue. Let's wrap
0: this up so Ben can go, you know, crawl into bed and, you know, beg for, uh, yeah, beg for mercy. Yeah.
3: Maria, Maria. Is that what they call blowjobs? <laughs>
0: so this is what, this, you know, you know, tell all the, the new listeners or whoever the hell's going to listen to this besides our, There's you know, immediate so family, nice. um, we're going to do a segment they won't even let we're going go. to set we're going to end every segment every episode to a to a segment called i'll drink to that. So basically we're going to share a couple stories of just good news um where all of us are going to raise a glass to what we think is awesome. There's going to be no debate on it. There's going to be no really talking. I'm just going to the host for the episode is just going to talk about it and we're going to all say i'll drink to that, raise a glass, fake toast, take a swig, whether I you know I I poured myself, you know, some glen finnage, glen finnage, you know, $70, you know, scotch. For this, for this portion, since this is our first big, big episode, energy,
2: seventy dollar scotch, he says. yeah, you Sorry.
0: know, just you know, just for our first you know segment, <laughs> of I'll drink to that. So I have a little bit of that right here. Um, so first, our first, I'll drink to that. So drinks in the air, boys. The WNBA selects Gianna Bryant, aka Gigi, Alyssa Altabelli, and Peyton Chester as honorary draft picks. The WNBA honored the lives of Gianna Bryant and her two teammates, Alyssa Altabelli and Peyton Chester. Friday night by selecting the three young athletes as honorary draft picks months after they lost their lives in a tragic helicopter tra- uh, crash. League commissioner Kathy Engelbert opened the 2020 WNBA virtual draft with a touching tribute remembering the lives of the Mambasita generation. She qu- She's quoted, these athletes represented the future of the WNBA. Players who are following their passions, acquiring knowledge of the game, exhibiting skills that are way beyond their years. They represented the next generation of stars in our league, maybe what, might have been called the Mamasita Generation. Man, this is man. I'm like getting emotional. Just the teenagers were among the nine Wait. people who died in the helicopter accident on January 26th, including Kobe Bryant. Boys, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. I'm,
3: I'm empty. But Rest, in peace, that. Rest in peace. Of course. Oh, there was a, a ship piece. in there.
0: So our next story is about a good friend of ours, a Stroudsburg local, and three. And you know, three out of the four here, we went to Stroudsburg High School in Pennsylvania, Northeast Pennsylvania. And, you know, he's a very good friend of Ben and Ben, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. Ben played football with him, and someone who will be on our show in the future, my brother Robert, played football with him, and now he's a defensive tackle um, for the L.A. Rams. And uh, so, boys, glasses in the air. Sebastian Joseph Day, a third-year pro, concentrated his effort in L.A. On Thursday, Joseph Day's $10,000 donation to Rosa Blues Restaurant Relief helped fund 250 meals for cedars Sinai Medical Center personnel and their family. So he donated enough money for 250 meals. Quoted, we were able to give back to all the heroes that are out here each and every day just working their tails off, trying to keep us safe. Um, Joseph Day, Bash, as his close friends and teammates call him, went on Instagram Live Friday night to raise more money and bring more awareness it to was the awesome. Cost. He had it some star awesome. guest it appearances so in the likes of All-Pro Aaron Donald and 1,000-yard receiver Cooper Cup. Um, if you would like to donate to his cause – Go to Sebastian Joseph Day's Instagram and click on click the link in the bio. I think all of us after uh, learning about the story should be Rams fans. Boys, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. Cheers.
2: It was really cool. He played nineties and uh it was like nineties R and B and nineties hit songs. Yeah. Like he's dancing the whole time, dude. He had Devin McCoy come bro. on, Aaron Donald's Cooper Cup. He had all his boys come on there, man. It was
1: it was so cool. It was I Will Smith it was, was all for charity huh i hope will smith songs were involved oh, we're sure. talking yeah, nineties. I is, know he had
0: some michael jackson appear sure. like remember the time man, remember the time michael jackson my and i donated to the cause i mean everyone that knows i mean we know bash personally he'll be on yep. the show i'm sure among with other special guests but bash is a special human being he's not only extremely talented and gifted physically but he's gifted uh with a with a very big heart and um he definitely puts his money to good to good causes and He's someone that, you know, yep. really remembers who he, where he's from. And uh, he's very loyal to his friends and his family, to his girlfriend, Rachel. Um, you want to see someone like him succeed. So, you know, God bless yep. him. And I really hope he has a great football season because someone like him deserves, deserves it all and more. So I appreciate yep. him putting that forward and, you know, giving Stroudsbury a good name. Absolutely. Well, everybody, I appreciate you guys listening. This is the first episode of Sofa Sport Report. Um, let's wrap this up so Ben Klepping doesn't get his ass kicked by his <laughs> yeah. wife um, since he clearly doesn't have his man card. And we all know now his wife works in the relationship. I don't. His I balls don't, are in a jar. His balls are in a jar. <laughs> Which every good man is. My wife is hearing this right now. And when I walk upstairs, she's going to look at me and say, You're sleeping on the couch tonight, bitch. <laughs> so, for sport report, guys, you're going to do the next episode on the sofa.
2: Yeah, on the sofa, guys. <laughs> I swore I would never be this guy who's just getting bitch whipped, but it's it happened. I don't know how it's happened, but it did, and I am sorry. I love you guys. To all, I, think, I think Joey just
1: did a sign out. What's that? I think Joey did a sign out, and, you, and Ben talked to him with sign out, didn't he? Ben, Ben, Ben didn't, wants didn't, to, Did Joey ben go, wants, and you know what? This is it for us tonight. Ben <laughs> wants us to end the show. I mean, ben, ben, ben wants, like, wants like, us to end the I'm show, about but about he's carrying guy. it on. Now no, he's going to piss with –
0: now he's, he's gonna, gonna take another piss with his A's headphones no. in.
3: He's gonna so leave his headphones in. Actually, let's let's try and hear the argument. Leave your headphones <laughs> in and let's see what goes
1: on. Fucking oh, no. no. cool. Fuck
0: I love God. you guys. I'm out of here. I
1: love
3: you guys. I'm out of here.
1: What when is what David fun. gonna pop back? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he joined right now. Hashtag worst. Hashtag day. Where's David? That's episode Yo, no. one. Dude, where's dude, David? Dude,
2: tweet that. T- tweet that on the uh, on the Twitter handle. Hashtag worst day.
0: Oh, yeah, and that's a good, that. good point. And a reminder for all of our non-listeners and for our zero listeners and our zero followers outside of us four on our Twitter. Oh, don't forget, there's a
3: couple Twitter. of fall, fake porn accounts on there. Yeah. By
0: the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, follow us at, at Sofa Sport SofaSportReport. Retweet, like, subscribe to us on Spotify and uh, the Apple Podcast, wherever the hell that is. We'll be on that most likely tomorrow. <laughs> I know. And YouTube, we're going to be posting this live on YouTube. Hopefully, this records Zoom chat records. We're going to find another
1: way, but um, yeah, wouldn't that be funny if none of this recorded? Oh, dude, that was <laughs> we did all yeah,
0: this for no recording, reason. Guys, we
2: got to go. I
0: guess Ben go. being in the doghouse, it's good for nothing. But all right, we're going to sign off. I promise you, our next episode will be before the draft. We're going to do a full draft breakdown. In fact, one hour. And that concise one-hour draft breakdown. And then we'll be with you live Thursday during the draft for live reactions. And then whenever breaking news breaks, we're going to do our best to bring out as much content as possible. Like I said, follow us on Twitter. For more information, we have our MLB experts, our NBA experts, our NFL, our UFC, combat sports, college sports. We're going to be covering it all with current events, breaking news, so just be ready for it. (laughs) Joe Benny out. Peace out. Deuces. Later.